0: Welcome to Envision from the United Way of Greater Charlottesville News Radio 98.9 and 1070 AM WINA with Price Thomas, Robbie Respeto, coming to you right here from downtown Charlottesville. Thanks to our sponsor for Corner's Real Estate Solutions, and with that price,
1: we are here today. In the, and we we made another mistake because we never asked the culinary people to bring food with. <laughs> and I think that God, is that, that is like the big, big deficit of yeah. I mean, we talked to all these people, and, we've and they had never all bring these food. never show up with food. And
0: I know Sean's food is good, so, right? Yeah, exactly.
1: This, so that just means part. there's a trip drip coming after. Right. Um, but here <laughs> with Sean Jenkins, the owner of Soul Food Joint. Um, And um, thanks for thanks for hanging out
2: with us. Thanks for having us. So, um, or me.
1: Let's talk. uh, Yeah. So, tell us a little about. Give us a little bit of the spark notes for people who either don't know you, don't know the story. Talk a little bit about where you're from
2: and how you made it here to Charlottesville. All right. Um, So I've been here in Charlottesville for quite a while. Have a family here. Um, um, You know, just living my venture. I have four kids and a wife. Um, They're all very young. We had them all throughout the pandemic. We have a 14 year old that we had. You know, fourteen years ago. Wow. And um, we have So Wait, let me just understand. Road. So the
0: fourteen-year-old. Yeah. Okay. And yes. then a pause. Yes. And then how many?
2: Three. Wow. Back what? In what? the pandemic. Yeah. Tic Tac Toe. Well, there wasn't. Yeah. What? Stuck at home.
0: I mean, what are you going to do during the pandemic? Exactly. Okay, then.
1: Not <laughs> fill it with more needy financial burdens. Uh, I guess I did the same thing. This man had but... two
0: children during the pandemic, sort of, so he can't say well, anything. I, won. I had one. I had one right before yeah, the yeah. pandemic And then another started. one just got born.
1: And then another one last okay, week. Then. But so, anyway. That, that, I don't think that last one counts. I think we're post-pandemic for the sake of record keeping. I feel like record, you got pregnant record during record the tail end it. of
0: the pandemic. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's it. Right, right, right,
2: right. Anyway. So yeah, I'm a restaurant owner downtown, um, started out in 2014 um, as a staffing agency, worked my way through restaurants with different restaurant owners and uh, businesses in the area, and just became familiar with the game and decided to work for myself one day. Okay. Um, the restaurant industry sort of fell in my lap. Um, it was because of the pandemic that we have so Food joint that it was brought to life.
1: Gotcha. So how, how do you go from, let me ask you this, do you have, and we've talked about this with a couple of other people, do you have a like, culinary background? Are you a are you a trained chef for you a?
2: I don't like to consider myself a chef at all. Okay. Um entrepreneur, yes. Um, a business builder, yes. Yeah. But I do know how to cook very well. Sure. Um, you know, putting ingredients together just seems to me to be very simple. And um, my mother taught me how to cook, and she got her skills from my grandmother. Yeah. So a lot of the sure. entrees that we have um, are actually traditional. Yeah, Um, over 70 years ago and of course as the years go we put our own twist on it there you go and this is where i am today
0: gotcha so it's southern cooking yes talk to me about sort of your family legacy and um, how food fits into that and how that was inspiration for your business
2: all right so um my family began in alabama Mm -hmm. um i was born in new jersey okay my mother as well and Every Sunday I was raised by my grandmother. So every Sunday after church we went out to eat or either half the church came to her house to eat.
0: So was your mom in Jersey at this point? Yes. your grandma and mom? Yes. Okay, so everybody moved up north. Gotcha. Yeah,
2: okay. and um, every week, um, you know, we went out to eat at Ponderosa or, or Country Buffet. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, the throwback soul yeah. food spaces. Yeah. Ponderosa, oh yeah. my Lord. And, but every single holiday, dinners were at uh, my grandma's house okay. uh, where all the family and friends would come over after church and she would yeah. go with the same meals. Pretty much the same meals that we had for Thanksgiving, the same meals that we had every Sunday. Yeah, and um, that's pretty much where my background comes from with the cooking because those are mm-hmm. traditional. I didn't have to make those ingredients up. Yeah, pretty much had to stick by my mother's side and take and just them from learn me. exactly. Yeah. And, um, so
0: talk about so in in Black community the importance of coming together around food and that soul food and what that means like what what why is that so special and unique I would say because I've never been at a table. Except for in that environment where I felt that way.
2: Um, so me personally, I do want to make it um clear that I don't enjoy eating around large amounts of people. Okay. But when it comes to the family, I enjoy eating. The family at the table piece. With them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. The family piece is um, really cool. Even if it's extended family that I haven't met before. Yeah. Um, the conversation that you can bring to the table around the good food, it starts mm-hmm. with the food. Right. You know, um, it warms your heart and your soul and then you begin to express yourself and talk yeah. to each other and open up a little bit. Yeah. And the environment that we built at Soul Food Joint constantly when we were building it, Mm -hmm. I was always thinking about the moments where me and my brother, the closest one to me, would take a bite of our food and my grandmother can see us at the kitchen table from the living room. So we would take a bite and when she was watching the news or Oprah or something, <laughs> yeah. we would sneak to the back of the kitchen, bust a move. <laughs> right. Start dancing it. It was start so dancing because it's so good. That's exactly. Yeah, sneak around the corner when she wasn't yeah. looking, sit back down and take our next bite and yeah. take turns doing it, like yeah. it was a joke. Yeah. Um, so that's where it all comes from. And you know, just trying to build that environment so we have the good soul music playing when you walk in. Mm-hmm. Lots of people get up and dance, they have yeah. a good time while they're waiting for their food. Yeah. The other customers don't mind. Yeah. And um, it's not a quiet environment because yeah. the music is played slightly louder than the rest of other yeah. restaurants, yeah. and um, it just brings like a really home, good feeling yeah. to everyone. And the importance of having that atmosphere in the area because it still brings folks out of their house to come to another home to enjoy yeah. it. Yeah, um, That sense
0: I, of community.
2: The sense of community. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I believe that Soul Food Joint fits in very well where we're placed yeah. um, because you won't find another black-owned restaurant with that type of cuisine for no, miles you, of that location. It, no, trust me, there's none. Right. We used to drive
0: to Richmond, and we'd go down to, well, what is it? What's the name of that one down in South? Mama Richmond? J's? No, not Mama J's. No. It will, it will come to me. It was in Green Book. It's been there forever. Uh, it will come to me. But we, yeah, that was the only place around that had really good now soul until you opened.
2: And we have folks coming down from Richmond. Yeah, we, we have folks coming down from, you know, as far up north as New Jersey or Pennsylvania, um, Delaware, driving through to go to North Carolina, and they're making Soul Food Join a point to stop it. I love it.
0: I love that you have the music and you have that sort of sense of like just enjoying life and celebrating life. Yes. Um, but you don't just see that in every restaurant in town. You don't. Maybe in a bar scene after people had a few drinks, but like just to be openly joyful anytime during the day around food. That's a unique experience for sure. It
2: is. And a big part of our success is having my mother on board when we really got jumping in the very beginning, Mm -hmm. um, because her being there making those dishes correctly and me Mm -hmm. still learning, Mm -hmm. um, was, was huge. Yeah, You know, the, the dishes I put out, she's not there anymore. Yeah, She still is alive, yes, okay. but she's not at Soul Food Joint. Gotcha. Um, But the dishes that I put out mimics her style exactly to the point that she did it when she was there.
0: Do you and your family, and I'm going to get back to Price, but do you all, so in terms of recipes, recipes are everything, Um, were they like written, recorded, like how did you learn to really like cook just the way your grandma did, your mother did, and now you do for...
2: So that's the huge struggle between doing things... <laughs> the way that you were taught and them yeah. did mm-hmm. it and trying yeah. to run a business. That's mm-hmm. why I was wondering. You know, so yeah. I've had to take a lot you gotta of you got to economize it. you got to make money and all the things. Yeah. You have to. And at the same time, you have to, if you want it to be great, yeah. you have to do it a little bit more not to make it um, so industrialized where the flavor's gone and the ingredients huh. that you're putting in it isn't just as good as the one Bridget you got flavors. from your home. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. So for an example, the things I've had to learn is if I was going to do a soul food restaurant, mm-hmm. I can't make it exactly how grandmother made it or my yeah. mom. So all the side dishes are vegetarian because you want to attract mm. that second part of the crowd. So yeah. if you don't exactly love soul food, okay, you're <laughs> well, a vegetarian. there's a health element. It's Charlottesville. He's yes. kind of health conscious here. Yes. Yeah. And then, um, you know, you have couples and families. Yeah. And half of the couples are vegetarian or sure. vegan, and the other half eat meat. They're so I don't want a reason for them not to not eat You're not in Alabama, right? We're exactly. like They're like
0: piling the ham. Like, exactly. No, they want like pork fat and everything. <laughs> pork fat and everything, like, lardy, all the things. Yeah.
2: Yep. So yeah. um, there is not an ingredient book. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all in our mind. Um, I've started creating an ingredient book. And, um, yeah, so if you catch me in the k- kitchen cooking – You'll see the dishes come out delicious, but you won't see me look at a recipe. <laughs> so you, you
0: definitely have modified based on the fact that you need to economize the business. Yeah. Yes. But you also want that sort of tradition and that flavor that you grew up around that like makes the dishes so special and unique.
2: Yes. And yeah. I've um <coughs> I've learned to um make a lot of soul food dishes that takes an hour or more to cook mm-hmm. almost instantly upon a customer ordering it. Yeah. Because we like to make everything fresh. Mm-hmm. So we're constantly running out of fresh meats. Yeah. Inside dishes, but they're coming out in 45 minutes or 30 minutes. Or so. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: Okay. Let's Talk a little me. bit about the um the arc to opening the business. So what were you doing? What were you doing? Don't let me let's go back to go forward. Let's learn okay. more about you. So how'd you end? How'd you Why'd you come to Charlottesville?
2: So um, so I moved to Charlottesville, and I actually graduated from high school here. So that's how long ago it was. was where
1: did you where did you go to school?
2: CHS. Sure. '02 was the year I graduated. Okay. All right. And um, so I came here in um 2000. Okay. All right, and um my mother had breast cancer and I was the youngest kid. My oldest brother and sister were away in college. Mm-hmm. My other brother, um, you know, he was the I can't even remember what he was doing. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> something. But I was the youngest and I yeah. really didn't have anything else left to do, but um, you know, finished school yeah. and I moved up here to Virginia. My mom had moved up here and um with my cousin that was from New Jersey working at the hospital mm-hmm. and you know, the reason I moved here is because she got in an accident mm. and she was hurt, and then they diagnosed her with breast cancer. Mm. Oh, wow. So I moved her up here to help her through that situation. Yeah. yeah. Of course, I might have been more weight on her shoulders because I was still young, a teenager. Teenager, yeah, right. Trying to get yeah. back to school. <laughs> Brand <laughs> new yeah. atmosphere coming from Camden, sure, New Jersey to Shawlensville. Oh, wow. Yeah. Completely different. Wow, yeah. You know, a lot sure. of adjusting going on. A lot of adjusting. Mm-hmm. And um so she got better over the years, and um in 2014, um. I was working for Shabine, I believe. Mm. It was a restaurant.
0: Yeah, you know, Shabine had good food. Yep. South and, African.
2: And the owner um, of that establishment had mentioned to me because I was bringing friends in to help out with the um, catering events and staffing. Yeah. So he told me in a regular conversation, you should open a staffing agency. I'll definitely be your first. Hmm. Um, okay. You know, hire. Um, so I started it, and um, it worked out for the most part. Okay. And then from the staffing agency... You know, being in a business atmosphere around here, you start yeah. meeting people. Yeah. And um, there was this guy from a large magazine company that came through and he convinced me that um, we were doing so much more than staffing that he wanted to advertise us in his magazine. Okay. But at some point in my journey, I did learn that, you know, it was all about money and he was trying to get money for people sure. advertising the magazine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 1200 dollars a page. Right? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, of course. Sure, ridiculous. Sure, 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 sure. Ridiculous. Right. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So did that, and from that point we became a not just a staffing um, staffing agency, but if I'm not mistaken, it was more of a um, day of coordinator mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. agency. Okay. So okay. Um, what he offered was for us to advertise our work at upcoming event locations mm-hmm. that had not opened yet, got and you. we collaborate. Got so you. I had a partnership with Fair Okay, mm-hmm. we got all of our equipment for free okay. when I when I learned that that we can do staged equipment for events right. without paying for it. Okay. And we would use that to take photos at establishments that we set up. Okay, gotcha. That no one was really eating at. Okay, gotcha. Just for photo props. Yeah, photo props. Sure. And that's how we sold our business, to be able to set up events and staff them. Okay, gotcha. And then from that point, people started wondering if we can provide catering. And from, so you may as well put the food on, yeah. Exactly. The food and then out. there were a few dishes that we were able to do or help out with, and it just grew from there. So we were... Growing as a catering company and Mm -hmm. a staffing agency. Right. And then um, I left my job where I was currently working at the common house. And I
0: remember you at common house for a while. Yes, oh, I
2: was there from the very beginning. That's
1: where I recognize you from. <laughs> Come on, I man. mean that was t- a, a that, time in his journey. Oh, yes. I mean, he was so here, there, and stupid. everywhere I'm over the I'm sitting here for the whole forty five <laughs> minutes, minute in there, like I know this guy. Yeah. I know, I know him from somewhere, and I'm yeah. not going to guess because I know common I'm going to get it wrong.
0: He did a whole common house stunt. Yep. For sure. Early on, early now early we're on. back. I'm yep. here. All right. His sister works there now. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah
1: nice. Yeah, all right. Good. I'm fully paying attention. Only going up from here. All right.
2: So I left the common house. Um, to um, pursue my journey. Mm-hmm. And once I did it, the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of catering events and I lost all of them. Of course. Yeah. And mm. pretty much in 48 hours, um, me and now who's my wife came up with the idea of soul food joint. Yeah. Because we had just in 2019 um, made a proposal to the um, restaurant owner of that business. Yeah. Said, listen, can we infuse soul food with your salad to make your business better? Because it was a salad, yeah. It was, it was a salad, salad maker. shop. Yeah. And she gave us the opportunity to do that. Yeah. And um, the next year, um, we took over her establishment, and okay. she moved on out. Okay. And then we grew the restaurant space from there and had an arrangement with the landlord, signed a lease, and started doing business. And yeah. I had no knowledge of any restaurant Background bis- at all. Yeah. yeah. And we were serving food in all-to-go boxes and everything like that. I started using my catering equipment to make china in the restaurant. Yeah. Um, it's been three times our kitchen's been torn down already. <laughs> okay. After wow. putting money into it over in three years, Jeez. and now we're in our final stages of actually making everything 100%. Gotcha. three years later, we can get an ABC license. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just the struggles of actually trying to open a restaurant and having no knowledge of it. Yeah. And on top of that, working in a building that's not meant to be a restaurant. Yeah. So we're building, uh-huh. you know. Yeah. So we're in a building already that we have to make a hot food restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right? yeah. So that was really tough, um, not knowing how much. Finances will go into that mm-hmm. over the years.
0: Retrofitting it, getting investment money along the way, yeah. Exactly, yeah. and all that
2: was a struggle because then again, just coming from doing what I love to building a business, I didn't have any knowledge of what I needed to have in place to get those things. Yeah. So it's taking me this long to be able to have access to that, <laughs> you know, because we're still learning. Yeah, yeah. Um, I went to Charlottesville Investment Collaborative. Good. Um, um, that CIC, they're um, a huge impact on my growth and business. Good. That's great. You know, they provide all types of mentors for me. Yeah, and um, they're awesome. And so here we are with Soul Food Joint. We had, um, we're serving food out the window, had a long line for lunch. Okay. Um, people wanted to advertise us, made it to a couple um, big marketing places. And when we took over the building, we allowed people to dine in, and it, it was a demand for the menu to get larger. And throughout the pandemic, no more catering events, so yeah. the restaurant grew. Sure. And um, that year, April, that we opened, still during the pandemic, through December was our most successful year in business. Really? Yeah people coming wow. and out that's people amazing. coming in it was yeah. really great yeah
1: the i got i've got so many questions everything that i've heard from almost everyone is that the restaurant business is like the gnarliest business to be in Yes. right yes mm-hmm. so it 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 strikes me that like at when you went did you ever have a moment when you got into it that you were like that's what i kicked my coverage here right because you said it yourself you're like look you're clearly a smart guy and a businessman but i, I other part of having a restaurant is like yes food right like mm. you can be as smart as you want you got to be able to produce the food right yeah. and there's yes. that's the other thing too Highly is that perishable. there's so many ins and outs about yeah. what, it, what your inventory and your storage yeah. and how yeah. much yeah. and then you have an abc thing so how much of your money can yes. go to alcohol for it to be considered a restaurant exactly. that, right so there's yeah. all these intricate pieces and people and are
0: parts. fickle people are fickle people come and go And They're there's weird. restaurants yeah, all right.
1: over Charlottesville, like, like, right wasn't there that stat that yeah. there's restaurants per capita in Charlottesville it's like is. near the top in the state right so all of this to say and it's clearly going well which which I'm very pleased about i might go there today but, uh, oh, you know, he's,
0: he's all fired up the, um, that's it. he's but,
1: <laughs> but the question is just like from a from a business standpoint mm-hmm. and all of these intricate parts and pieces right like how did you put all of that together right because you see experienced restaurateurs go upside down all the time
2: exactly yeah. um, so pretty much for me is doing the one thing that I know I'm good at and that's surrounding myself with great people mm. alright so you surround yourself with 10 really good people that's on the same page and level as you growing. Yeah. and then with them being successful you also become successful yeah. with their help yeah. yeah. Um for the first two years of the business, I didn't see struggle. All right. I thought everything was going great sure. even throughout the pandemic. The worst time for the business for me was this past December through February. Mm. I've actually seen what all the other business owners and huh. friends on the downtown mall restaurant owners have told me why they shut down during January or February months. Oh, I see. So it just okay. gets It's quiet, just for right? Extremely. Mm. Yeah. You know, last year I was paying for payroll for January and February, um, 75% more than we had to come in. Really? Yeah, it was that bad. Yeah. You know, just knowing that things would get better and we still had catered contracts in the future, Right. I still didn't have that knowledge to shut the restaurant down. You know, I kept ah, the staff employed. Okay. Um, I kept the restaurant yeah. running. Got and me. this year, you know, I learned. So um, there's no staff there. It's just me. Right. And that's one thing I never dreamt of ever Um, as well is yeah. being the worker in the restaurant that I'm trying to build. <laughs> You know, right. and I know you yeah. have to do it for some time, but that's not my goal is to do it forever. Sure. Right. You know, um, so things are picking back up. Things are looking a lot better than it was for the past three months or so. Mm-hmm. But that was the hardest months throughout us building a restaurant that we had in business.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you ever think about, like, how do you pivot and fill in? Like, would you do, like, corporate stuff during the slow months? Would you try to get accounts at UVA? That's bread and butter for a lot of people, right? Is it is bread and butter for a lot of people.
2: Um, yeah. But coming from my situation where, I'm learning day by day as uh-huh. we go, and I'm only three years into it. Yeah, um, to tackle what it takes to be on their catering list sometimes can be a challenge. Mm-hmm. So it takes got to be steps. a preferred
0: vendor, and you got to get in with mm-hmm. all the procurement and all the things, right? You do, and there's yeah. a lot
2: of, um, you know. A lot of help out there that'll help you get on board with it but at the yeah. same time i have a lot, a lot more going on yeah and i'm not exactly 100 percent prepared for it yeah we do get a lot of uva catering orders but it's from the private sectors yeah not the parts that not the, the actual university for. property i got right. Yeah. Yeah. right
0: we know the procurement guy though that is over there he's he's great yeah, he did like, do that too yeah, yeah. 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 He's, i mean he's at the top top but he went to virginia tech and he's all about trying to get minorities more involved in the UVA sort of system. Yes. It would be really great to, uh, anyway, offline, try to see if there's something we can do to connect you to somebody that can be helpful. Just because it's another stream of revenue if you're in a slow time of year. I get it. It's different. Yeah. It's different than running a restaurant. It is. Um, um
2: it's, it's extremely stressful, but at the same time, I love it. And yeah. I'm down for I have the passion for it. Yeah. And I, yeah. I love the challenge. And if it was just like a fly, fly-through course, yeah. it wouldn't be for me. Yeah, I got I'm it. I'm learning a lot by building this day by day. Yeah. Um, my landlord's an awesome guy. I have some really good friends that um, coach and mentor me. So
0: the community really rallies around you to help yes. you build that success. Yes,
2: and even though it was really slow, you know, like for an example, things that motivate me is when I see, like, our reports for the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And outside of catering, it says that we, we've done last year 8,500-something individual walk-ins. That's awesome. That's really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where else would they have went? is what I think. Yeah. So, you they know, chose right. you. Right. And yeah. then I look at the days that we were open, the days that we closed last year, and mm-hmm. my goal is just to be open much more than that this year mm-hmm. and have more people come through. Sure. Um, sure. So, I'm start, we're starting to recognize what people want more of. Um, we're expanding mm-hmm. our menu. We're adding mm-hmm. appetizers and small bites and desserts and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and we'll get our ABC license because everybody likes to drink. Everybody yeah. wants to drink. They they everybody like snack. karaoke.
0: <laughs> yeah, God. they love, And there's no good karaoke <laughs> place in town. Like, maybe certain <laughs> nights, I guess, like, Anyway, he's looking at me like of, I'm out
2: at night. Yeah, he's
0: this guy. <laughs> he's looking over it. here. Like this guy never goes anywhere <laughs> at night or any time of the day,
1: really. But, um, or any time
0: of the day. Let's <laughs> just be honest. He doesn't go This anywhere. is the things he's got to do. But um, but no, karaoke. I keep hearing people are looking for a good karaoke place in town, and there's just not a lot of that going on. So It is. Yeah, that could definitely be something to think about. The yeah. dancing, right? You got the dancing music.
2: Yeah, the music. dancing. Uh, we'll do more of like a hip-hop, R&B, yeah. soul music. That's what I figured, and there's um, none of that yeah, around that here. Throwback, old school, funk, all there that good go. stuff. There's none of that around Charlottesville Yep. And I think there's a market
0: for it. Yes. I do. I think people are tired of having to drive to D.C. Richmond to have that kind of experience, you know? Yeah. So I definitely agree with you on that. So um, I don't know if you can even think five and ten years out, but, like, where do you see yourself going with this concept you've come up with? Like, what, what do you dream about? What do you want to have happen?
2: So um, going into Soul Food Joint, it was a totally different business plan. Mm-hmm. Um, so first we're <clears> – <throat> I like to express that we're a full-service event planning, day of coordination, wedding, catering company. Got it. All right, so we do everything 110 yards. Okay. okay? And that's staffing.
0: That's outside the, like, storefront. This is what you do yes. in addition. gotcha. Okay.
2: Yep. Um. So this is before Soulful Joint. The reason we wanted that location was to just have it as a catering kitchen. Yeah. Mm. All right. So we do equipment rental, staffing, um, catering, day of coordination. So that's how you keep the income planning.
0: revenues – Coming in, so not just relying on yes. the foot traffic at this actual storefront. Got you. But yep. that's smart because you may as well do that, too. Yes. Yeah. So
2: now we used to have to set up tastings for all of our contracts, mm-hmm. which was time-consuming mm-hmm. and um, expensive for them. So sometimes they wouldn't bite. Mm-hmm. So now we use Soul Food Joint as a storefront mm-hmm. to present some flavors of our food to guarantee okay. contracts. Gotcha. So we get all of our catering events from people that pretty much come eat at Soul Food Joint mm-hmm. or her, for her that, someone that's eating there. Gotcha. So that's how we connect with UVA because a lot of students come through. Yeah. All yeah, right. Sure. And um, five or 10 years from now, what my goal was, <clears throat> after building the Soul Food Joint, because I was so into it and so excited about it, mm-hmm. um, the business plan was to have um, ten to fifteen locations in the next ten years, right?
0: Similar to what you got set up already.
2: Yes. Yes. And then we were. There we is went, no
0: chain soul food sto- places in Virginia that I've ever seen. Have you seen them? Not a chain. No. Not a chain. No. Not they don't chain. exist. No, they don't.
2: Yeah. Um, to, but to have locations with drive-throughs and um, right. Where you can get really good soul food. Really good food. You Back know, to go and take away. We we had a whole bit. I want to tell it all on the radio. Now please don't. But we still please have. Don't. We don't have signs <laughs> NDA over here. Don't tell us
0: everything. So we were moving a little <laughs> gonna too see you fast. successful.
2: We had to do success, Josh. We were yeah. moving really quickly, and we um, actually got a location in Richmond. Okay. Um, and, and I learned a little bit about, you know, opening up a second location and separating the finances and all that. Mm-hmm. We backed out of it. Three- like a
0: separate entity, basically? Would you do it as a separate entity? So The IN a- number and everything? Exactly.
2: Yeah, gotcha. Yep. Um, and we had the location locked in, and things didn't look good um, six, 60 days into the contract, um, as far as what we had agreed with the um, mm-hmm. owner. And we backed out of it. Okay. And, um, but it would have been the best location yet. It um, mm-hmm. had the drive through on it. That's awesome. Um, Was it near VCU? It was actually on south side across from Philip Morris. Mm-hmm. Got you. I know exactly so where are talking I It was on. a yeah. gas station location. 95. Oh, look yep. at that. And um, cool. we were going to run it 24 hours. Oh, wow. Um, and it, oh, you'd make
0: some serious money if you had 24 hours.
2: Jeez. You got a, um, a Fortune 500 across the street yeah. with 500 employees 24 hours a day. Yeah, you had a ton of money. We, we were going to cater to them. We reached out to them for months. Yeah, they're right. And um, cool. it would have been really great. Yeah. And then the first black casino was being planned six blocks up the street <laughs> oh, wow. one. Game over. And then that so that got Game knocked over, down. you
0: would have been oh, you know? uh, uh, it got it. knocked okay. down. Yes yeah. yeah. sir. By, who? By put, council?
2: Um the city. You know how yeah, they put a vote council. on everything? Yeah, yeah council. So, exactly.
0: Yeah. Council will come in and ruin things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Or I mean they would say it's for the benefit of the people, but right. It would
2: have been a good a it's been good tough thing, on I business think. in yeah. different communities, yeah. So um oh yeah during that journey um I actually put in a sample application of how will how would it look for a sofu joint to be inside of that brand of casinos if yeah. you know, yeah. they decide to grow. Yeah, yeah. Because um, that, that may be something we explore in the future. I've also looked into... That just seems
0: like a hot idea, right? Like, great fall food and casinos.
2: Super. You know, right? that connection.
0: That's where people spend, like, their free time. The paperwork like, yeah. is, like, this thick. You have your own
2: contractors and everyone's going to build out your restaurant in their casino sure. and all that stuff. So. Yeah. Just because it's a it's casino. A yeah, Yeah. It's a lot to learn. But yeah. I'm willing to learn though.
0: I would learn that because that seems like some money. <laughs> I've always believed if you're near the money, some's going to fall off your direct. <laughs> I don't think you've ever said that out loud, but trust me, when you coming up in fundraising, like if you're around where it is, you have a better chance of dissecting some of those resources, or directions. So that's right. i was just going to say that. <laughs> that's out loud. a fact. That's a fact, exactly. So yeah, that's great. I love it. So 10 year plan could be,
2: can be still. It'd yes.
0: still be like multiple locations, drive yeah. through. So Possible partner in inside casinos, things of that nature where you have the traffic, the foot
2: traffic. Yes, and or yeah. being one of those locations like Chick-fil-A stands and most of the university cafes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Just putting so it a near ah, where people are got expendable income. Okay, yeah, this yeah, kid's yeah, got the meal plan and everything. Yeah, exactly. So talk to me about investors. Have you had to get an investor? What's that been like? Uh, How's that gone?
2: So the majority of our business has been off of cash flow. Okay. Um, Good place to be. Good place to be. Ownership. Yes. Yes. Don't want to it's give up tough. any of that, but yeah. Yeah, there does sure. come a day when you're scaling, you're right? you broke sometimes. Yeah, I know, right? Damn broke
0: sometimes. Like, literally just broke. Yes. That's yeah. how it is. Literally. I don't think people realize when you're an entrepreneur how broke you are at moments.
2: But then you feel good because yeah. you still have, like, a, a running business. Yeah. You know? Well, you and, know and you own get your better. own
0: thing. You own your own thing. and Exactly. And there's a good payout if it all works.
2: Yep. Yeah. So the... Um, Run that question back again? Investors. Yes. So um, I've reached out to for scale. investors. CIC has been a great investment in my uh, business. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they still are. Um, you know, they've invested more than just money. Yeah. Um, more things that's important to me is like people's time and yeah. information. Teaching. Yes. Um, I have some really close friends, restaurant owners, okay. that I think are blood, sweat, and tear investors in the company. Okay. Um, they still on my back today, and they always are available and have an ear to me when I need their help. Gotcha. And um, my landlord is probably my biggest investor. Yeah, and my biggest fan. I love it. Yes, he's a really awesome guy. Yeah. Okay. Um, he gives me great opportunities. When I talk to him, when you you know you talk to people, yeah, things work out. So because of him, we were able to make it through the pandemic. Gotcha. Um, okay. You know, times are slow. You know, um, yep. sometimes you need a, bit, a little more time to get caught up on things. Yeah. It's not like that for everybody. Right. Um, because you know some people are born into money, but like yeah. I said, we're working off of cash flow. Yeah. If we're not making money, you can't pay money. Can't pay money if you don't have money. Right. Yeah. So, so, um, simple stuff. Right. So when things are doing better, you just step back and take care of those who took care of you at that time
0: do you think at some point i know there's venture central which has got some local angel lenders but i think that cash is probably relatively small do you think in your own mind like okay i know if i want to open 20 things across 20 spots across virginia yes it's going to cost me some cash right each one at some point you're going to go to somebody you're going to need an investor so do you think are you thinking about that like how do you build those relationships or where you want to go or
2: yeah and um I haven't thought about that yet because I've stepped back a little bit and I'm mm-hmm. focusing on what the Soul Food Joint in Charlottesville is going to be and what it looks like. Yeah. And um, so we're still building that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And um, once I get this one 100%, I can have a 100% plan ready to roll to the next place. Gotcha. Without having to do any nicks or scratches, just mimic it right there. Gotcha. And keep moving it forward uh, with a couple of upgrades, of course. Um, but that's pretty much how I thought about doing it. The only struggles I've had in the past as far as getting, you know, finances for the business is mm-hmm. when I started out and my credit wasn't well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So things like working on your credit and just keeping like a clean bank statement with your bank and everything. <laughs> you may not mm-hmm. need investors if you're running business for like three yeah. or four years. If you, get, mm-hmm. if you can get
0: past the two year mark, then you start to be eligible for both loans and grants and other funding
2: sources. Exactly. Through. Yeah. And then of course, three years into my business, what I learned is it's easier to get those loans once you become, a, if you're an LLC. Yeah, LLC is the way to go. And we were a sole proprietorship all this you time. You did sole proprietor. Right, yeah. so when it's time to apply for those loans and those grants. Um, well, they to, just
0: want to see that you're not going to be, like, personally responsible if something goes off, exactly. the tracks, right. Yeah. So, you know, it, it takes three years takes for some people to learn. But yeah.
2: when you learn, then a year down the line, then you would be ready to roll.
0: The United Way's got a grant coming out with the city and the county. I think you're perfectly poised to apply. It's $10,000. It's, okay. it's a grant. It's not a loan. So we'll be putting releasing those out the 21st of April. And we'll and we'll make and we'll make decisions quick. We'll we'll, we'll be giving out the money probably by the uh, middle middle end of June. Okay, it's the first time we've done it. City economic development, county economic development is putting fifty grand aside each to support minority businesses with the United Way. Nice, yeah. So I'll send it to you once the application's open. Yeah, because you're actually the perfect. You're trying to scale. You've been in business a couple years, like. I think it sounds like you could be a perfect applicant for something like that.
2: If you don't, I'll be reaching out Yeah, to no, you. you find me. You know where to find me. <laughs> Robbie Rispetto, right. you're not away.
0: People walk in the door, trust me. But I think this would be a good option. And, and we do another partnership with the Minority Business Alliance. Those grants are five, but same thing. You could apply for that too. Yeah, one doesn't preclude you from the other. Okay. So we'll be doing those over the summer. So that's nice. another opportunity as well. But definitely sounds like you'd be eligible for for the minority business grants as well. Okay. Yeah. The whole idea is to just you know resource minority businesses as they scale and grow. Exactly what you're doing. Nice. Yeah. So it's good. It's a good program.
2: So we've started some things. Um, if you don't mind me going, this, to- yeah, go yeah, and yeah. wherever you gotta go. Yeah. So um, you know, things slow down a little bit. So mm-hmm. um, during the past three months when it was slow. Mm-hmm. Working with my partners and friends I told you about, they Mm -hmm. gave me some ideas. Mm -hmm. And now they're working out great. So, um, for an example, all the dead time in the restaurant that we weren't using the kitchens, there's two kitchens in the restaurant, we rented out to chefs that want to build a business and come up. Gotcha. So, me still being a grinder that I am, a hustler, (laughs) I went out and got a job when it was really slow, from 5 a.m. to 1 in the afternoon. When I was working there in the mornings, I met the chef there who was um, already affiliated with some people I knew. Yeah. And she's been working um, in those type of places forever. Right. And she wants to get out and build her own business. So I told her, hey, come on over to Soul Food Joint. This is what you can pay for hourly rate. Right. I will give you these hours at a restaurant not only to help you build your business with my personal time for free. Yeah. But on top of that, you can see if your product action is going to work out. Yeah. So – She's in there serving her products from Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Okay. It's been a month and a half now, and she's doing extremely well.
1: All right. Um,
2: She's a black female. So you're already
0: handing it back?
2: I'm already... Yeah, paying it back. I mean,
0: you're not even like where you want to be, but you're already doing the thing to help the person behind you, which is so critical. Exactly, in anything in life. But yeah,
2: and she'll be opening her food truck business. Um, within a month and a half, she's purchased her food truck. Good wow, for her. It's like great! She's doing her wow. products going really well. What kind of products? What is she? Um, she's taking over the late night scene. Okay, I'm um, at Soul Food uh, Joint. We don't okay. advertise as our name. We let her do her own advertising. Okay, um, oh. we serve food directly out our building for late night. Okay. The crowds are large. I was about to say. Because, you know, the only place you can go is flipping Miller's. Exactly. And
0: who wants Miller's over and over again? It's literally after 10, 1030. Yeah, 10. And then, in the what's the other place that's um, up the way on the corner there? Dance place. You know, it's Oh, in Rapture. A, yeah, it's either Rapture or Miller's after 10 o'clock at night on the mall.
2: Period. So we, we're 10 to 3 a.m.
0: Or Dave, what is it? Dave Brown's? Ooh, Jack, Brown. Jack, Jack Brown. Brown's. Jack yeah. Brown's. And that's basically a burger and a beer. Yeah. So there is like a market like just waiting to be
2: explored. Yeah, there's no... Um, all night places like Waffle House, you gotta go yeah, way out right. twenty nine. Uh, it just doesn't yeah, exist. Sure. Right. So yeah. the, to have that atmosphere there with still good music playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter how drunk you are. Doesn't um, matter. We're still going to make your food fresh and treat yeah. you like a normal customer. <laughs> even if you're drunk as hell, yeah, like we understand that. Like, hey, <laughs> we chose to be here this time of night. Correct. So you, you know the we, audience. We you're know the get. goons come out at exactly night. Gonna you're not going to look now. like the person that's coming in for lunch with their <laughs> yeah, dressing know. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're um, a, par- so you're a party. It's a party exactly. thing. We'll give you fresh food and we're going to communicate with you, and everyone loves that. Oh, I'm sure Um,
0: they love it. And it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, which is smart. Yeah, and um, it helps pay the bills as well. Yeah. It's not
2: free, but at the same time, you have the opportunity to build your business. Yeah. And then on top of that, um, I agree with her that she should go through the CSE program as I did because it's such a big help. So while they're doing this, I can also advertise or try to get them in the same programs it took me. To get to where I am,
0: yeah, yeah, so. definitely. So now she's so. in
2: the CIC program. She's rolling her business out the restaurant. There you go. And by the time that's done with, she could be on the streets. She'll so have her uh, truck rocking out, rolling, rocking and rolling. That's, and
0: rolling. that's yeah. awesome. I
1: love it. The um, if you are just jumping in, this is Envision Radio from the 90 yeah. Wave Greater Charlottesville News Radio, ninety-eight-nine, ten-seven AM, WINA. Price and Robbie here with Sean Jenkins, Soul Food Joint. Thanks again to sponsor, friend of the program, Man About Town, Eddie K, Four Corners Real Estate Solutions. Talk to me about. Um, The the menu How do you land on what you're putting out Right and I think that like you know th- For my money the restaurant thing is kind of like It goes one or two ways Either it's like you got too many things out there and there's too many Choices and you dilute the whole thing or you Never feel like you have enough because someone's like oh Wouldn't it be great if you had and then you're like ah. You know so how do you yes. where's the Happy medium how do you figure out like we've got enough Of what we can do well yes without being Too exclusive but without also mm. Just being like yeah we got cereal and tacos And all kind of other stuff
2: all right. So I did think about that in the beginning. Having too much can never, I believe, can never promise to have something at its best. Yep. Yeah. And having too little would defer people from coming away except That's for right. the people that only eat what you have. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so how we decided was just to put the best of the best on the menu. Mm-hmm. Um, so, of course, fried chicken. A lot of people make fried chicken. Right. But I honestly believe we make the best fried yeah. chicken. Yeah. All right.
0: And now you're definitely going to have to go. Right? A thousand percent. The okay. best. You'll yeah. be um, on your doorstep.
2: And then, you know. <laughs> Um, the things that leads up to making that the best we believe is the fact that you can see us busting down a whole bird. Okay. If you look through one of the windows. Yeah. Um. So we don't. You see pre-
0: the food being prepared.
2: Exactly. Food
0: theater. Food cells. theater. Yes. That's Chipotle's
1: whole thing, yeah. by the way. Like that know, was a big theater, part of man. their whole, whole yeah, deal. want to see was, it being
2: made. was exactly that. Yeah. The, um, the, the fried fish is a favorite. So the items that we choose come from, for an example, the fish and the chicken flour is very unique. It comes from my mother, mm-hmm. and it's popular. So we know that the fish and the chicken is going to be delicious every single time. Okay, right without doubt. And then you got the collard greens that we know is going to be delicious, even without flavor. Mm-hmm. We have flavor, yes, yeah. but even without flavor because it's fresh. Right. Yeah. You know, and then there's like ways that you should do it, which is not overcooking it or undercooking yeah. it. You have to cook it, not yeah. let it cook. Right. Yeah. Um, and then you know the yams. The pulled pork and the baby back ribs, right. like all that stuff is unique. The rib rub we put on it oh my goodness for the really extensive so hours hungry. we throw it in the oven. Definitely go in there too. I'm going to go there too old, for like, yeah, you can take mm-hmm. right over and do yeah. that lunch alone. And then, yeah, the, uh, of course, <laughs> the um. Uh, so then we added pulled chicken. And then um, our style of chicken salad is very unique because we created a really nice, like a purple coleslaw. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's really sweet. And then, it's for pretty. example, for the chicken salad, it's a thinly sliced hot chicken breast with cold coleslaw on it. Wow. So when you eat it, it's a combination of hot and cold, but it's yeah. savory and sweet as well. Yeah. Right. So that's really good. What's that um, called? That's a
0: chicken. What is that? It's chicken salad. It's chicken not like salad. a traditional chicken salad it's that got you pre made. Separate layer. Okay. Chicken oh, salad sandwich. Right. Okay. So,
2: um, another thing that makes us really unique with the dishes that we chose is it's 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 a little hard to make everything fresh mm-hmm. um upon people ordering it, but we do our best to do that. Yeah. Um it can be a little stressful, but for an example, if you order deviled eggs, um, you'll often go catch us going to the back, boiling the the eggs for you, oh. cracking them, making a puree, and then filling it for you. Oh my yeah, God. Wow. You know? Wow, and, that's right. You yeah. don't see that anywhere. And like in reality, it takes a f fifteen minutes to make an order, it yep. takes ten minutes to boil an egg and make a, a double egg. Yeah. So we're running around a little bit to make one order, but sure. It's it is important. And that's what makes it taste really delicious is the freshness of it. Yeah. Um so the items we chose is so we don't overwork ourselves, but yeah. at the same time you can have something really good. And yeah. then it's like potpourri for the restaurant. Yeah. You know, when you come <laughs> in and you have the pork and the ribs in the oven for six or seven hours a day, yeah, you it's just seeping it. out the windows you all day long. Yeah. You know, the it collard greens amazing. take an hour and a half or two to cook. That's seeping out the windows all day long. Yeah, yeah. and um, So that's why we choose the items for the three reasons. It's for the, the smell and tra- attract people. Yeah, The um, freshness of it that demands us to run out and make more. And for um, something that we – a variety of the foods that we know people are going to love to eat. Yeah, You know, um, Thanksgiving is – Probably one of my favorite days of the year, and my go-to thing there is always turkey, yeah. yams, and baked mac and cheese. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah and So like, nuts. we took it to the extent where like for our catering business, um, if if you get a fork full of three of your favorite things that you like to eat, and then you know you pure them together, make a nice puree out of it, deep fry the yellow, I mean the white part of the egg, and then fill that puree in the egg is a combination of that one bite, like sort of like a um. Like, you ever seen the Jetsons back in the day? Sure. You can have yeah. a whole meal in one That's bite. Right. Yeah. right. So you, you have that flavor of, like, a three sides of greens, and mac. It's that flavor burst of all three in one bite. Mm. Yeah. So um, people um taking it to that extent, just knowing yeah. what people like, you know? Yeah. yeah. Giving them an option not having meat in it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. as well, so.
0: So, like, Cane's has been so popular, and all they do is, like, fried chicken.
2: Tenders, yeah. And,
0: like, a freaking sandwich. Yes. Or just the thing. There's a line that goes up to the intersection at yeah. <laughs> 20 yeah, first,
1: first of all, that is like a logistical nightmare. Someone a needs to logistical figure that out, nightmare. That
0: a it's disaster. dangerous. Because you're driving, an and all of a sudden, disaster. you come to a dead stop for it like a, a minutes into the
1: biggest intersection. So, in, in that's why in people stop
2: pulling into Wendy's up there on 250 at that big intersection.
1: Yeah. And that that was right over the hill. Right you over like, the hill. You hit a hard right into. Yeah. Remember yep. the New Delhi that was there? Yeah. This is totally off topic. No, it's yeah. off topic. Same place. I used to love that place. And the same kind of thing, though. You get up over the hill and you don't see it, and then you just have to whip a full Lewis Hamilton. Hamilton well, to get into the parking lot. There yeah. <laughs> Not, well, I yeah.
0: but, but like, so the point is, they're only selling chicken. <laughs> yes. Right? So I think it goes back to, you don't have to have 25 things on your menu to you be know. successful. You just got to have a few things that are really amazing. And be that available. That people come to count on that are always there. People right. like consistency and they like regularity and they like want to know. Like I go there every day and I have this like best mac and cheese in town or fried chicken or whatever the thing is. Right?
2: And I think a little further down the line. And when I think about that line, the first thing I see is, well, if they didn't have a drive-thru, there's mm-hmm. no way they would be that busy. Yeah. Just for, for chicken. Sure, No, there's it's no the way. fact that people, convenience, convenience, man. People, exactly. People,
0: convenience, sells. So if we had
1: a drive-thru, sells. yeah, I think we'd be on it. I want to see it in this town <laughs> first. Well, but talk you know, about Michelle. that, though, because you were talking about a couple things. So how did you decide who you were as a restaurant? I mean that from a standpoint of, like, there's the your identity well just there's the yeah. fast food end which yes. is just exactly what yeah. it is right. there's the sort of heavy dine-in end right yes. but there's a lot of space in the middle right and you yes. mentioned it that like how do you efficiently run a restaurant but i understand a lot of it's like timing of orders like this is the whole popularity of fast food and if you yes. listen to like mcdonald's there's like oh i can go get a burger in five minutes and bounce right right okay. that obviously influences quality so how do you decide where you're at there versus like I don't want to wait for 45 minutes or right. maybe I do because it's worth it. You yes. know what I'm saying? Like how did you, you figure out where you guys fell on that continuum?
2: Well, there's been times where we've been extremely busy to the point where we had to change fryers in between mm. yeah. chicken and all that. Sure. And we would tell folks as they order, it's going to be 45 minutes or an hour and a half at some times before the baked mac and cheese is ready or the collard greens are done or yeah. the fried chicken is coming out. Yeah. And they say, okay, I'll wait. I'm going to walk oh, I'm do my uh, thing And, and I'll, I'll be back, back in an hour yeah. Exactly and Then they'll pay for it And come back Or yeah. sometimes people will wait And listen to the music And just have a good just time Just relax Yeah. Um, we don't have a bar um, There's your ABC I was about to say There's your ABC right there Exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know We don't have a bar And the cool thing is um, We're a limited service restaurant So we're not a fast food Or full service um, is, that a, is that an
1: actual Yep cat- the thing. Okay, okay. Yep. Does, the thing. Does that so, come with different like restrictions or like, is, is there think, a thing um, to that?
2: The limited service is going be where you don't have a bar in your restaurant, okay, and where you don't have service. Oh, I see. Like okay. servers, I see. You I come see, up, I you see, buy I it see, at the see. counter, okay. go got sit it, down. Right, yeah. yeah. So but that's
1: different than fast
2: food because why? Because fast food is prepared food.
0: Meaning that you don't have to cook it, and you don't have to spend cook it, and all that. Fresh. You just have it ready, and you hand you Come get it. And
2: if you're running low on it because you don't want to, you know, run out your inventory on a slow day, then maybe you have to wait ten minutes in a line for they fry a burger, right? Or your yeah. fries, yeah, yeah, or yeah. You know, um, so for us, everyone knows, and I wanted to get get it out of everyone's head that came and ate there. You're not going to get chicken right away because when you order it, after we get your order, we then cut it and we drop it. Yeah, at least fifteen minutes for right. a fried chicken, yeah. right? And people understand that um and that's why i think we're kind of slow for lunch is because people want to eat quick but business dinner picks up a lot so what are Mm -hmm. your hours anyway um
0: because i get confused about sometimes i come by and it's not open and i'm like darn it like i don't know
2: so um it's supposed to be 11 a.m until 10 p.m okay right and not seven days a week um wednesday through sunday
0: wednesday through sunday yes wednesday through. so today's the day
2: today's the day okay and it's from 11 to Today is from eleven until I mean, we got the guy um, with the keys, so we'll just follow. I we're going to him downtown. we're just going right, 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 yeah, yeah, to okay. like, no. Tail what I'm going
1: to do? He better go straight there too. Don't make us no stops at the bank. I'm, like we're following you straight downtown. I'm like, right. <laughs> no,
0: I'm going to pick up dinner tonight. I was at six in the morning at the grocery store because that's my crazy schedule. Thinking I had to make dinner tonight, but I'm going to just put that away and come to your place, pick it okay. up, and take it home. I got you. So coming. you're open till ten.
2: We're open till ten. Okay, I'll come by and get dinner for me. I'm excited. I can't
0: probably do lunch because I got hundred meetings, but I'm going to come by there.
2: And so, like, depending on what's going on. In the restaurant, we can go either direction with it. Okay. Um, when folks come in, we let them know the menus are here at the restaurant. There's times where we're so prepared, we have menus on all the tables where if people want to sit down, they can come and sit. Gotcha. But it's also to keep the people from sitting there that don't plan on dining in. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So, sometimes there'll be menus on your table. Mm-hmm. We tried the situation to have scan codes on all the tables when sure. we have no contact. Yeah. Um, and then we still understood that people have to come to the register to pay cash. Yeah. If they wanted to pay cash. So, we're a limited service restaurant, but when you're coming in to enjoy yourself and you seem like you want to relax and you're not in a rush and all that, yeah. we actually sit down, we come and take your order now. Yeah. Um that's out of the limited service genre, but we do that. Yeah. So we'll take your order, we'll place it, and we'll come Just back the hospitality of it all. If whatever. you want it to go. Yeah, you can come to go. You come order it at the register. Gotcha. Um, so um that's one thing that kind of defers us away from being a fast food restaurant. Okay. Um, when people want to get their food um, pretty quickly, they order just sides or they stay away from the chicken. Gotcha. The ribs and the pork is ready to roll. The pulled chicken is ready to go. Okay. But all of it takes preparation. So gotcha. So at least 10 minutes on something that doesn't take frying. Gotcha. Okay. Um, but, yeah, we, we're not a fast food and we're not um a, a 100% sit-down, fine dining restaurant yeah. either.
0: So, talk to me about price points. I know Angelique opened over at Dairy Market, mm-hmm. and and people love Angelique, but there was some fussing about the price points. Yes, and, and I don't know if you heard the fussing, if it made it over your way, but I'm just curious, what? How do you price your food?
2: So, um, the catering menu. So, honest, I could be honest about our food. It's not <coughs> cheap. All right? Yeah, you're so um, pay for good food exactly. <coughs> um, and for an example, for an individual that's going to come and order a platter, um, it's twenty two dollars plus tax. Okay. Um, a sandwich is seventeen. His okay. platters are fourteen. Okay. Um, Platter comes
0: with two sides and then the thing.
2: Two sides, cornbread, and a drink. <coughs> gotcha. But well, it, it's that's a, a pretty big meal. Yeah. It's a pretty good amount of food. No. Yeah. Um, but the um, and like for another example, a four-piece chicken is twenty-two dollars. Gotcha. You know, so if you break that down to per chicken, it's a pretty expensive piece of chicken. Yeah. But we know that it's worth it because we're hand cutting it, we're frying it. Yeah. So you can get a chicken and you can charge eight dollars for it. You can charge ten dollars for it. You can charge fifteen dollars for yeah. it. Yeah. But what more are you going to do with that piece of chicken and show them that it costs that much? Yeah. And that's where it comes into play of us making it fresh and let them being able to see us cut it off the bird. Yeah. If they needed to see that, of course, if it's like 50 people in a restaurant, you're not going to see us cut down chicken off the bird because we're going to cut down 10 chickens or five chickens at a time, but Mm -hmm. it's all done right then and there. Yeah. Um, but yes, it's just that whole interactive with them and the service. So with the price point, we've raised our prices dramatically. Um, for an example, the platters were fifteen dollars and under twenty-two. Gotcha. Um, so you're you,
0: so you're automatically catering yes. to a middle upper income clientele. Then at that point, yes, you have to. Yes. Yeah. No. I mean, that's you know, they uh, can't they can't uh, afford to buy it if yeah. Gotcha. And,
2: and, and then it's worth it. So <coughs> for an example, um, a a full pan of fried chicken on the catering mm-hmm. is one hundred and fifty dollars. Okay. All right. That's forty pieces of chicken. That is expensive. Mm -hmm. But if you break it down, price per head, per person, it's not that expensive. Gotcha. But the people that really want to eat good food and have a nice crowd, they're going to buy that from us. Yeah, absolutely. You know, because they have 15 people coming over for a dinner party. Yeah. They see it's 40 pieces of chicken. Oh, yes, I'll pay $150. It's fresh food. Oh, God, yeah. It's coming from a great location. Yeah. You know, they're working with me. It's not, you know, robotic at all. Yeah. They're talking directly to the people that's cooking it. Yeah, yeah. You know? They're willing Um, to spend the money. and think about it. Exactly. Um, and then we, we make it worth our time, so we throw in the knickknacks with it, the chafing sh- the dishes, disposable and sternos. Because you
0: have all that anyway, right? So right. Show
2: up with the stuff, yeah. And we we have to replenish it because we say, hey, you can bring it back if you like or you can keep it because it's disposable. Mm-hmm. Some people keep it, some people drop it off. Gotcha. But um, as far as making the price points, it was just, you know, how much we were spending on the food and not just making it a, too much more than what somebody can afford to eat it. Gotcha. You know, if I wouldn't spend it on it, I'm not going to put that price menu in our restaurant. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. That's you know, nice. yeah, I, like
1: it. That, I was reading something the other day about <clears throat> Dogfish Head Brewery, which is I'll, I'll get there, I promise. <laughs> he was, in a, sort of a similar story of a guy who did not have any really background in brewing beer. He was just something he was interested in, mm. and and wanted to grow a business out of it. And he, sort of similar to you, had. You know, just some sort of knowledge and recipes and stuff that he liked to do and experiment with and experimented on his friends and family. And then it grew from there. But what he said, what was really interesting to me, he was, he said that he sort of eschewed the traditional kind of brewing philosophies, which sort of rankled a lot of the beer folks. And he was like, I want to put fruit in it. I want to put, then do some weird <laughs> stuff. Right? right. And so for you, as you grow this business, sort of where. Do you feel yourself on that continuum, right? When you think about like, okay, there are restaurant things. There are things that restaurants do. Yes. Versus like, I want to try some weird stuff. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, are you open to that? Or are you like, look, I'm gonna go the conservative route because I know how these things usually work? Or do you find yourself being like, I don't know, man. Like, maybe there's some space to kind of, you know, try some different things, try some new things. Yes. If it feels like they fit.
2: So yes, and if mm-hmm. if you check out our cater menu, there's a lot of um. We, so, things we don't advertise on our catering menu are things that we do for, like, weddings and private events. Okay. There's, there's a lot of entrees and dishes and appetizers that I've created. And um, they work very, really well at high-end cocktail parties. Yeah. Um, so, when we have a high-end event, that's when I bring it out and have it advertised to them. Okay. Um, for an example, with the deep-fried deviled eggs, that was something off the market mm. that's not soul food that we tried at the restaurant. And it's extremely popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I bet that'll that'll put you to sleep. They're probably <laughs> then the soul food devil eggs, which are the, the puree devil eggs, you get to choose three different mm-hmm. sides and we make it a puree and then we yeah. fry the white and then we fill the puree into that egg for you.
1: Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> that's
2: another one. Um we 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 try all sorts and types of different things in the yeah. restaurant. Um and we do things that set us aside from a traditional restaurant as well. Um, you know, um I've been told to stop it. Um, yeah, by other partners But we sure. feed people a lot, a lot more than They actually order So while you're waiting For your food We may drop you off An appetizer Interesting Something that No one at your table Has ordered yeah. That we want you to try okay. And people really appreciate that So you don't get That kind of experience At a normal restaurant Right You know um, I've been known To go in the back in the kitchen And throw a quick cake Or some dessert together To give um, some kids We don't even have dessert In the restaurant Right We order That's off awesome. the catering menu okay. um, some, um, The rules is to order catering 40 hours in advance
0: your rolls must be amazing. I can only imagine. Huh? Your rolls, you said you make them rolls? And then yes. Me, oh, God, yeah. The cornbread is really popular. Is it cornbread, too? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay.
2: Um, so, um, someone the other day ordered a uh, strawberry shortcake and they wanted to pick their food up. And I said, well, it's 40 hours in advance or next day, but if you want to wait 30 minutes, I'll go ahead and make your cake. Yeah. I knew I can bake the cake in 30 <laughs> minutes. Were they so, so happy? They were extremely happy. Yeah. We that builds
0: this. loyalty, though, right? Yeah, exactly. That you know, true. so
2: we, we go out of our way to make all of our customers happy. Um, and Ninety nine percent of the time, anyone that dines in the restaurant does not complain. Yeah.
1: Yes. Is your uh is your family your test case? Like, have you ever told your daughter like, "Yo, I' gonna try something new." Like, you are they your are my they daughter, your testers? She's like, "Dad, stop! I'm not eating this, man." My fourteen year old, he
2: loves Chick fil A. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but oh, son, sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. that's my son. He loves Chick fil A. Um, but when it comes to soul food, he's down for like the chicken. Yeah. Um, he's down for the mac and cheese. My son, I have four kids, right. and Preston and Chloe, Chloe eats everything. Mm-hmm. Preston, he tries to stay away from meat, so he crushes the cornbread, and he crushes yeah. like rice and, and collards. Okay. But um, if, if there was someone to adjust the food and tell me if it was too salty yeah, or you shouldn't serve that or do that, it's definitely my wife. Is that right? Yeah, yeah okay. definitely. Okay. So I'll give Do you heard.
1: serve stuff to your mom? Like, are you like, mom, try it? she's like, son, I, this is yeah. not, nope. <laughs> so, like, you cannot do this with my recipe. Man, you should have me and my mom. In the restaurant. In the
2: restaurant together. Yeah. Yeah. Some people that know us will, will trip off of us.
1: Yeah.
2: Because um, there's other um, people that come in and we'll be having our small arguments from time to time. Sure. Because, you know, my mom is extremely traditional. You know, the flavor is always going to be there. Right. But then I'm like, hey, mom. This is a restaurant. We're not cooking it for home. We have to do something different to, yeah, this to make it presentable. Sure. Yeah. We have to make it look better. It may have to make it taste <laughs> yeah. look like better and everything. So, so did
0: you guys kind of like back and forth at each other? We did. Yeah. And,
2: like she would give give me a hard time, but then she always gives in at the end because <laughs> she does understand it. Sure. You know, sure, just sure, as long sure. as I'm not trying to change the recipes. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. That's right. <laughs> the purity <PRD Yeah>, <laughs> stays. Well, yeah. The purity stays. Then you can play Grandma with the other pieces. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yes. I love it. Um, I let me ask you about sort of, you know, food and. And culture appear to be both cyclical and connected, mm. right? Because we've had, you know, you have the fast food culture and then you have the Zeitgeist now nah, has changed to, so, you know, healthy stuff, fresh food. But then we have the issue of, well, that's expensive and, yeah. and how that sort of affects the sociocultural dynamic. But how do you see yourself evolving with, you know, I don't know what's next, right? I don't know. I, I have no idea, but it seems like if you had told me years ago that, like, like to go salad bars would be places where people would spend 15, 18 bucks a pot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that, I would have told you that was crazy, right? right? So, you know, do you think about that Of in this kind of three, five, 10 year plan of like, man, what we are works? Yes. But this is sort of where culture and food culture and health culture is going. Yes. Mm-hmm. Can we survive that? Are we going to be on the wrong side of that in five years? Or can we update ourselves to keep doing what we're doing authentically, but still be, you know, uh, popular, you know, do you think through that?
2: I think um, there will always be a couple signature dishes across every soul food joint. Yeah, and um, to be honest with you, the idea is not to have every um, soul food joint be a soul food joint. Yeah. All right. So the chain, yes. Oh, okay. But you know, um, we have someone that's inter- interested in um, being on our team. Um, is an Indian cuisine person. Okay. <laughs> so can it can be. Indian um, Indian food joint, or yeah. you know, coming up with those yeah. concepts, but having our signature dishes at that establishment, gotcha. Which so is like a the thread fried chicken, the that kind of keeps it mat. together, yeah. exactly, like a huge thread. So moving with um, how the economy curves and how restaurant industry curves over the next five or ten years, yeah. I don't foresee it being a, a obstacle, right? Um, especially if you can yep. tackle those or infuse things before you build. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like um, a McDonald's no that has to have the same thing across every board every chart everywhere you go right um you can't advertise a special salad or a vegetarian dish here yeah. when it's not on a yeah you know McDonald's yeah is charts, your model uh,
1: thinking about so that that's actually a good point so they're not intended to be franchises
2: not exactly right um definitely linked up in some part in yeah. some way but um not all owned by me no
1: right okay interesting okay um by the way, if you are hopping in, um, this is Envision Radio from the United Wave Greater Charlotte, News Radio 989, 1070 AMW W-I-N-A, Price and Rival with Sean Jenkins of Soul Food Joint Downtown. Thanks again to our sponsor, Eddie K. Four Corners Real Estate Solutions. What are you looking at me like that for? Well, you, got somewhere, you got somewhere better? You got to go get food now? Not better. You not go. better, people. I promise you.
0: <laughs> just got to be CEO life, man. Always a meeting at 10.30, But yeah, no. You guys can keep going. I got to. I got to. I was okay. going to say, we it's Procure's place. I looked you. it up. Croker's Place in Richmond. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Have you that been there? E- yes, I yeah. used to live in Richmond. Yeah, they have great food. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I had to look it up. I was like, what's the name of the place? Like, they got yeah. a seafood restaurant there now. Yeah, do they? Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. It's amazing. Anyway. I
1: oh, will ask you one more before we, we head out of here. Um Charleston's expensive. Yes. Right? Um, so when you think about sort of the way – a lot of restaurants are going. A lot of restaurants yeah. that, that I thought were making a lot of money yeah, were yeah. going. Yeah. um, You know, is there a way the business community can mitigate that? I mean, because I know there's a lot of talk about, you know, about tourism and about, you know, UVA football and all the things that bring people to town and tax base. and XYZ, But it, it still seems like a lot of places are not not surviving. Right. Um, You know, so is that. a a institutional issue? Could it just be, I mean, look, sometimes things just aren't very good. Right. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? You know, but is it, you know, where are all the inputs to that where we can have not only a thriving restaurant community because everyone likes to eat, but also a thriving restaurant community for people like you said who just don't have money to start over and try again. Right. It seems like a lot of these restaurants are like the same four people who have, who can lose. Exactly. People say, all right, well, that one didn't work. I'll open another one. Exactly. Well, that one didn't work. I'll open another one. Right. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? But if you only got one shot, how can we do a better job of ensuring that people have at least an opportunity right. to, to survive and thrive?
2: The, the only, I think, solution to that is knowing who you're going into business with, knowing hmm. who, if you don't own your buildings, who you're renting from. Um, knowing who really want to support your business and not have you in there as a tenant to fill it sure. to make sure that they're getting paid for it. Mm. So I think first building a um, connection with people and making sure that you're on the same page as growth mm. and they understand and believe in your growth and as you as, as an individual, it can't be any failure there. Right. Um, because when you do hit um, a hard place, then they're going to be the one there to support you mm. and help you through it and not trouble you or punish you for not being on time or showing up. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I think the relationships people build is more important than having something rolling instantly. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You know, it may take a week to get an establishment because you have the best credit in the world, all the money in the world, right? And if you don't own that establishment or that building that it's built in, when all that runs out, then you have nothing, right? Yeah. But if you start right. from the bottom, and you have someone on your team, and then um, you're doing really well, and you're not doing well at some point, then they still have your backbone because they see what you've built and where you come yeah. from. Yeah, mm.
0: I like that mentality. That's-
2: really good advice so yeah I, w- I would definitely invest in your relationships instead of um, you know save your money until you find somebody good that really want to support you yeah
0: relationships 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 yeah that's what you build strong businesses on for sure 100% Companies, yeah 100% it matters. I mean otherwise you can just throw your money on there and right, and you're just kind of hamster will
1: you're right yeah you gotta
0: have good connections and have people have your back
1: yeah I agree all right we'll get a- we'll get everybody out of here on time we gotta go eat I, <laughs> do go? I, I am I definitely gonna get dinner from your own you place do. Um, so many things. But big thanks know. to Sean for hanging out with us. And again, to our sponsor, Eddie K. Four Corners Real Estate Solutions. If you have ideas for the show, want to contact us, check us out on social media on all platforms at United Way Seaville. Drop us a note, envision at unitedwayseville.org. Where do folks find you? How do they get in touch with you? How do they, you know, hours, menus, all the good stuff?
2: Um, you can always go to soulfoodjoint.com. Um, on Instagram, it's at Seaville. Facebook, soulfoodjoint as well. And my name is Sean Jenkins. Restaurant number is four three four four six five two nine six nine. I love
1: it. And what is it? Wednesday to Sunday. Um, so
2: I would advise you to check the um, <laughs> <laughs> website <laughs> before you every come su- on over <laughs> every Sunday. Yeah, we <laughs> do updates because we're to the okay. point where if we have catering, we're in need to shut the restaurant down because we're um, overwhelming on staff. Yeah. So we'll shut it down and reopen it when there's no catering. That's what I was sure.
0: saying because sometimes I come
2: and I'm like, wait, I thought
0: they were yeah. open. They're not open. What's happening?
1: Yep. Okay, so got it. And so that's SoulFoodJoint.com. Yes. But it is Wednesday through Saturday for the most part. Wednesday through Sunday. Definitely on Sundays. Okay. Through Sunday. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. And for people who don't know, where is it? 300 East
2: Market Street. Right on the corner of 3rd and Market.
0: It's right near the Paramount. Backside of Paramount. Yep. Yes. Yes.
1: 3rd and Market. Soulfoodjoint.com. We get support on the show from Nadra in our office. If you like what you hear, share this with your friends. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. New episodes weekly. The next chef in here is bringing us food. For Sean and Ravi, this (laughs) is Price. We will see you next week.